Oklahoma State Athletics. Go ahead, stand up, take a bow. You dropped some fire today that has the social media world absolutely set ablaze. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you very much for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You can find me on Twitter at Aldeo State. We're available on all of your podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. And we'll just jump right into this one. It is funny sometimes you kind of hear... The, the mantra of universities are going to do what they want to do, especially from an athletic standpoint. Typically they, you know, unveil uniforms and it is what it is. You either like it, love it, hate it, whatever it is. But sometimes places get it right and you're happy for it. You have seen countless number of polls and surveys and, and likes and shares and loves and hearts of all of the Oklahoma State throwback uniforms. So to know that some of the powers that be took all of this algorithm-based, goodness gracious, I know words are hard for me, my apologies, when they take all the algorithms and they make it applicable to really what the pulse is, you have to tip your cap and be extremely happy about that. And these uniforms are hands down by far the coolest I've ever seen in my life. And regardless of, you know, what uniforms hold a special place in your heart, which please, you know, go down in the comments and let me know what what uniforms and what years associated with those or players associated with those years um, have you grown a certain affinity for uniforms on. Because this whole thing, right, it's not only a breath of fresh air, but the nostalgia alone is going to be fun. When you see the new uniforms and you automatically think Barry Sanders, you're right. You automatically think R.W. McCorders, you're right. Or Bob Finnamore, you're 100% right. But if you also look at those uniforms and think about what spanned in between and what's got us to where we are, right, in large part thanks to Gundy, but the history matters too. So these new uniforms dating back from 1945 to 1988 to 1997, it should also conjure up some memories of of guys that have been massively beneficial in the success of Oklahoma State, like Jim Spavital, Neil Armstrong, Billy Grimes, Paul Blair, John Chesley, Mark Moore, Leslie O'Neill. I mean, you could even go to Ricky Shaw or, or Scott Tyner, Thurman Thomas, of course. Kevin Williams, of course. Kenyatta Wright, of course. And that's the point. That's the whole point of these uniforms. They should conjure up those memories. And if they do that, then it's a success. And not only is it a success for us as fans, but who realistically tends to love this stuff more? The youth. So there's a pretty good chance 
that we're continuing to make waves out on the recruiting trail. And am I saying that uniforms are going to help land dudes? Probably not. But I can promise you the new uniforms won't dissuade anybody because they're absolute insanity. They did a very good job tracing back all of those years, right? Past, present, future. That's what we have going on right now. And how magnificent is it that we're so underappreciated, we're so hated on right now, that we get to shatter everybody's expectations, we get to potentially make some money and look the best in the Big 12 while doing so, probably the best in the country. The throwback is nothing new. Teams have been doing this for a little while. But there is something different about the way it looks. I have legitimately not seen very many people on social media from a multitude of schools that have anything bad to say about the new uniforms from Florida to Utah to as far up as Michigan, as far down as the tips of Texas and all the way out to the East coast as well. You're not seeing a lot of people try to take shots across the bow on these uniforms. Why? Because they're dirty, nasty, amazing. And again, they do conjure up those teams that have, Made you remember Oklahoma State. So I think it's only fitting that we get a new season, we get a new revitalized coach, new revitalized staff, a pretty daggone new roster that clearly has found their own revitalizing qualities. We get to shock everybody while looking amazing doing so. Like, I cannot wait to get my hands on these. And the font, at, at very first, when I saw these last night, um, I didn't know what to think about the font, right, just on the jersey in and of itself. But now you see it with the pants and helmet and everything, and knowing it matches the same exact font that's now in the end zone, which they just put in last season, it's amazing. And it's also the same font that kind of brings back the old school, the Barry Sanders the Thurman Thomas, the Hartley Dykes, the Oklahoma State across the chest, and the the triple piping on the sides. It's amazing. I didn't think that a uniform reveal could set the internet on fire like it has. So, again, take a bow. Hats off. You did good. Now, actually, I got to give kudos to Nike here as well because these things are absolutely amazing. Yeah, we're built to have a good season because we're just, we're built for it. The real question is, are you built for it? And yes, that was a smooth or at least somewhat smooth transition into Built Bar. Guys, if you haven't had the opportunity to run to a Walmart or run to a Sam's Club, make sure you do that. Get your hands on Built Bar today because not only do they come in all of the amazing flavors, like the churro and the peanut butter brownie and the cookies and cream. They come in a multitude of of variety from the puff to the the bar itself. And again, you're talking about 130 calories with only four grams of sugar. And you throw in 17 grams of protein. It is literally a win-win. And if you haven't got to try Bill Bar, I promise you you're missing out. Whenever you're getting ready to travel, you got to have snacks prepared. 
And Built Bar is the best thing to have. It's also covered in 100% real chocolate. That helps. Make sure you go to Walmart today or you go to Built.com as well. Grab yourself a four-bar box or in bulk, if that's your cup of taters, go to Sam's Club and get yourself a 13-bar box. Again, get there fast. Make sure you try all the flavors because they do tend to run out pretty darn quick. So now we got the the uniform reveal out of the out of the way. We also need to talk a little bit about the recruiting trail because I don't see how anybody out there cannot be insanely excited about what Coach Brian Nardo is about to bring to the fold. And yeah, there's a lot of people that we already have our eye on, right? But one guy that was brought up recently by our main man RA was a guy out of Killing Shoemaker High School, safety Malik Esquera. 6'3", 185-pounder. If you look at the recruiting services, there's not a lot on him, right? He's a zero star in several different publications. I did see one 247-type thing that had him projected as like a three-star. But every other publication, he's basically unknown, unheralded, doesn't have a lot on paper. But if you sometimes look at offers, that tells you a little bit more. So when you look at offers from places like Nebraska and even, you know, our favorite, Reckham Taco Tech, the floodgates are inevitably going to open, right? It won't be just us and even throwing a Vanderbilt competing for this kid's services. He is instrumental and what we look for out of our safeties right now. And he fits that exact mold. You want another Kendall Daniels type, a Lyric Rawls type, a Trey Rucker type. You got to have them for this defense to work effectively, which is why I think that not only do we have a chance, I think there's possibly a good shot that he commits sooner than later. I mean, as his recruitment heats up, which it, it 100% will, We'll we'll see. But to say that we're not the best out of that bunch currently, you're just not 100% on if you are uh, thinking that. We are the best fit out of those schools, Nebraska, Texas Tech, Vanderbilt, the position that he's playing currently and the position that he can play at Oklahoma State University is exactly what makes him, I don't want to say a must-get, right? It's hard to throw those labels on young men. But as close as we can get to a must-get for me is this guy because he fits all of the mold. The unheralded guy that you, you kind of don't hear about until the end of the year, typically speaking. So we're in on him early before his recruitment blows up like crazy. Does that mean that it will continue to stay down to us, you know, a few schools? Eh, probably not. But we have a really good chance because of Brian Nardo. If I were to guess, I would say that you know, we've got at least a 70% shot here. And that would be really good to, to get him here. You know, he's another multi-sport athlete. He's won multiple track meets this season in the 110-meter hurdles and the 300-meter hurdles, 4 by 4 
The athleticism is precisely what we need. The aggressiveness that he plays with is exactly what we have at the moment. So it's a seamless transition for him if he does, in fact, decide to come on down. I can't wait for this coming season, guys. I really cannot wait. The amount of disrespect is awesome. Not like, you know, it's good, but we're not going to be undervalued all that often anymore. We're just not. And lastly, with Gundy, right, that the mullet is gone, the beard is in, and we're all we're all here for it. His most recent conversation involving Brett Yormark, it's another moment where we should all be very, very, very gracious for where we currently are in the Big 12 and be even more gracious for what is about to come. Because again, whether it be posturing or whatever, the Pac-12 is not in a good spot. They can... Show solidarity to some degree, yeah. But if anybody thinks that they're not going to be more than happy to put themselves in the best position moving forward, it's just, it's wild. It's a wild time to be in the Big 12. It would have been great to have Brett Yormark a long time ago, sure. But we've got him now. And something was brought up the other day I thought was very interesting about how long is it before Brett Yormark is ready to leave the Big 12? And, you know, maybe eventually, sure. But I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. He got a job that a lot of people would probably have told him not to take. The Big 12 did not look like it was in a very good spot after Oklahoma and Texas were leaving. Now you got to give a little bit of kudos to Bob Bowlesby for stepping in when he did and bringing in the four schools that he did, in fact, bring in. Because without that, the Big 12 would not have the TV deal it has. It wouldn't have the exposure. It wouldn't have the potential. It wouldn't have the potential earnings. It wouldn't have the ability to even come close to catching the, the Big 10 or surpassing the Big or the Pac-12 and the ACC so much that they couldn't catch up. So those things did, in fact, happen, and Brett Yormark has now taken over, and I don't see him going anywhere for a while because wouldn't it be best for his career moving forward if he was able to take the quote-unquote doormat of some of, you know, expert punditry with St. Clayman a couple years ago? Out of the trash heap, onto the top of the pile, and now we're shined up, looking good. I think it would be more advantageous for him and the future development of his own career is if he can turn the Big 12 into something that nobody ever thought it could be. And it's not, I'm not just talking about him making the moves and like playing games in Mexico or him making moves talking about he's going to go out to the West Coast and he's going to inevitably end up taking some schools, whether it's basketball only or football or both or all. Or He's only saying things that he knows he can get done. Because thus far, he's been the guy that basically overpromised and under or uh, underdelivered. Hold on, I messed that up. Overpromised, underdelivered, underdelivered, overpromised. Yeah, whatever that one. He dominated. 
He's hit grand slam, home run, whatever you want to call it. Just like we have with the new uniforms. Brett Yomar probably is going to see this thing out for at least a few years to at least see how close we are to chipping off the block of some of the upper echelon conferences, which are two. There's only two conferences ahead of us at the moment. The gap between us and everybody else is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The opportunities for the Big 12 are getting better and better and better. And if all of the ADs and presidents are on board and happy, then you know he's doing his job right. Guys, I would argue, I think it's fair for anybody to argue, that if Brett Yolmark was running the league this way before OU and Texas left, they don't leave. But let's face it, OU and Texas, to some degree, primarily Texas, of course, have always been part of the downfall of the the conference. The instability has always been with Texas. Texas has always provided the issues for other schools in the Big 12. So now that we don't have to worry about it, the future is brighter than ever. And after USC and UCLA leave the Pac-12, the Pac-12 is in a terrible position. ACC is in a better position, but not by miles or anything. It'll be interesting to see if the ACC is, in fact, able to get out of their current TV rights. I know it would take a pretty big vote and a pretty big shift for that to happen. But the writing is not already on the wall, correct? Right? This is not going to slow down conference realignment, eventually getting to a couple few super conferences. That's probably the way of the world. That's the, the lay of the landscape, as they say. The more you deny it, doesn't make it magically disappear as reality. So not only is it a great time to be a cowboy, it's a great time to be in the Big 12, both currently and future. And if you want to go realistic with it and tie it back into the uniforms, you can go to the past too. The Big 12 is not going anywhere. The Big 12 is not slowing down. There's no evidence that says that at all. On the contrary, the only evidence you can find says that we're going the opposite way. And it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Even how Gundy has been. This is a reinvigorated staff, squad. It's going to be fun. So as we said 100,000 times maybe by now, bet the over, ladies and gentlemen. Do yourself a favor. Get you some Built Bar. Do yourself a favor. Bet the over. So then you can buy more Built Bar. All righty, y'all. That's all we got for this one. I love you all. As always, God bless. Go Pokes, and I will see y'all real, real soon. All righty. Bye.